So glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's all about you and your wallet. I want you to learn ideas from me so that you can save more, spend less, and don't let anyone ever rip you off. You know, Amazon Prime Day festivities are already kicking off. Make sure you check out on ClarkDeals.com our special Prime Day button that takes you to the latest deals from Amazon and others that are running their own Prime Day festivities to save you money. Coming up in today's Clark Rageous Moment, you're not even going to believe this, but a big retailer fired an employee for helping to prevent a kidnapping. That's right. They fired him because... He left his duty post to go try to save a child and gets fired for that. Really. And later this hour, what's up with Volvo, which is doing very well again, by the way, the car maker Volvo, deciding that gasoline is not part of their future. Cars that run on gas, what are those? I'm going to fill you in. And where things are headed is best I can guess for your wallet with vehicles. That's coming up in a half hour. Clark.com is our website. And as I mentioned a minute ago, our deal site, ClarkDeals.com. I want to talk about something that is a fast-moving area of medicine, which is something that is going to save lives and save money at the same time. Now think about that in combination because there's been so much overheated rhetoric about the moves in Congress to come up with a new method of doing insurance in the United States and a lot of predictions wildly flying about what it means dollar-wise, what lives might be at risk and all that, and also what might be involved politically for the two dominant political parties in the country. But the reality is medicine is moving to its own rhythm regardless of what happens in Washington. And an example of that is that that is going to make an enormous difference are the breakthroughs in artificial intelligence for you to be able, just with a smartphone, to be able to diagnose with near perfection, whether or not you have skin cancer. Now, I want you to think about what I just said. Because to become a dermatologist is a very difficult path of education. Even after medical school, you got a lot more to do. And dermatologists work hard at their craft. They're very good at it. And they do, in fact, save a lot of lives. Skin cancer, the most common cancer in the United States. And there have been some rudimentary apps that you could take a picture of something that looks suspicious on your body and pay typically $40 and have it reviewed by a dermatologist. And he or she would be able to make a call on whether or not you had something that might well be cancerous. And then you'd need to go in and have it checked. And the early detection could be the difference 
potentially between life and death as the skin cancer becomes more serious. Well, now, with Google Images, an artificial intelligence algorithm can now identify a skin cancer as accurately as a board-certified dermatologist. That's huge. I mean, you think about the, the first phase, which was fantastic, being able to take a picture of something on your body and with an app have it submitted, have it checked, and know whether or not it's something that needs attention or not, false alarm, real potential alarm. This is so far beyond that with the artificial intelligence. There's something Watson, you know, the IBM master computer is able to do this now and the Google AI is able to do it. But here's the craziest thing that I read in a Bloomberg account about the new artificial intelligence from Google that can figure out with precision whether or not something is cancerous was developed by a non-doctor an electrical engineering PhD candidate developed it 26 years old and so one of the things about medicine that is coming is the ability for medicine to marry what it does with approachable, affordable technologies that are going to make medicine more available, potentially at a lower cost, to patients. You know, so much of medical costs and time spent are with false alarms, where you go have this test, that test, or the other test, just to rule something out. And the technologies that are being unleashed will get us out of the defensive testing mania that drives up costs and ties up medicine, medical professionals, facilities, machinery, so much. And who would have thought, really, and let's think about that, who would have thought that your smartphone could be taught to be smart enough to be able to, with great accuracy, diagnose whether or not something on your body is cancerous. But it's only one example. And sometime soon, if I'm crazy enough to do it, I'll delve in again to where we are and where I think we should head on what we do about health coverage in the United States. But I got to be pretty crazy to do it because that's a pretty politically raw topic. And we don't do politics here. Kathy's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Kathy. Hello, Clark. I'm a longtime listener, first time caller. Well, it's great to have you here. Your daughter is going to do a fun thing. Tell me about that. Yes, in two weeks, my daughter is uh, leaving to do a six month study abroad as part of her senior year. And she'll be at the University of Sydney, and we want her to have a cell phone that she can use to call us in the United States and also for her to make local calls in Australia. 
I read that you can buy a SIM card and then get a month-to-month cell phone plan in Australia. Is this the best thing to do? And if so, can you explain how it works? Sure, 100%. Now, does your daughter use iPhone or Android? Android. All right. So with an Android, did it come from the cell phone carrier? You know, is it locked to them or is it what's known as unlocked? Um, I'm assuming it's locked. It came from them. Is it in a contract? No. If it's not in a contract, uh, she has the right, and she's got to do this before she leaves for Sydney, to go into the cell phone store and have it unlocked. Can I ask, please, who your provider is? Verizon. Okay, so that's that Android even unlocked probably isn't going to help you because Verizon uses a technology for routing its calls that does not follow the world standard known as GSM or Global System for Mobile Communication. And so she's going to need likely a new phone. But that okay. doesn't have to be expensive. Um, what's known as a burner phone, you know, a, a simple Android you can buy easily for $100 or less. Okay. Do you happen to be an Amazon Prime member? Yes, I am. All right, so Amazon, if you go and sign into your Amazon Prime account, Amazon has a ton of phones that are available that that are not locked to any carrier, and she would be able to take that phone with her And when she gets to Sydney, just go to a local carrier and and get a SIM card that typically you get month by month. Okay. But the best thing is to ask fellow students who has the cheapest thing or ask somebody at the school whose plan is the cheapest. Okay. Now, right now, the phone that's the most popular that Amazon is selling that's low cost is the Moto E. E is an Echo. Okay. And it's Prime members only $99. All right. So typically in most countries, and I don't know in Australia, typically the SIM card per month will be somewhere between $15 and $20. All right. And we'll give well, her includes- enough data. She'll be able to make all the local calls she wants. Now let me tell you how you're going to talk to each other. You each download, and I would download more than one depending on which app is working best that day. Uh, Download Line, L-I-N-E, and Viber, V-I-B-E-R. Okay. Those two apps allow you to make unlimited free calls across the world to anyone who also has either or both of those apps. Okay, great. And the call quality is excellent, unless the uh, cellular network is not very good. Other than that, the call quality is excellent. In addition, you should both download an app called Duo, D-U-O, and that will allow you unlimited free video calls that are very, very easy to use. And so all the communication back and forth across the Pacific Ocean will be free. 
That's great. I was worried about her being so far away and not being able to contact us immediately if she needed to. It will be as easy and routine. After a couple of days, it feels just as much like, uh, I mean, like you're talking to somebody, like you're talking to your daughter three streets over. It feels totally routine. Great. Thank you so much. Sure. Oh, one other thing for her is that the Line app allows her to make five calls a day to the United States at no charge by watching a short video ad first, and you get five five-minute calls a day for free. That's to anyone. They don't have to be on the Line app. Okay, great. I will make sure to tell her that because she has a boyfriend she wants to call too. Well, the boyfriend just needs to download those three apps I just told you about. Okay. Then they can talk endlessly for free. And by the way, you mentioned you're on Verizon. Verizon has been very much in the news in one story after another about people who travel overseas with Verizon service and pay for an international plan from Verizon and still get hit with what's known as bill shock with massive bills where uh, in the hundreds and thousands of dollars for using their cell phone overseas. And Verizon has been engaged in an endless series of double talk about these charges to people who have bought an overseas plan. My advice for Verizon customers is don't use Verizon's overseas plans when you travel overseas. Buy another phone or make sure your phone is one that can work overseas and buy a SIM card just like I talked about with Kathy and avoid the possibility of getting massive, massive bills from Verizon. Today's Clark Rageous moment involves doing the right thing, and I think this is an important lesson for anyone. I think it's a great teaching moment for your children if you have any. Scams, rip-offs, outrages. It's a Clark Regis moment. Dylan was an employee at a Home Depot in a suburb of Portland, Oregon. And he was at work finishing his shift and he hears a coworker screaming for help. And what was going on was it was an ugly, nasty, potentially violent domestic going on. You know, we're husband and wife are arguing with each other and he comes out and there's a lady crying hysterically help me please he's stealing my child my kid he's kidnapping my child and so they're going after on a search for the child call 911 while they're doing it trying to get police assistance and The child ends up being okay, ends up back with the mom. But when Dylan returns to his post at Home Depot, he's called in and fired for leaving. His shift was just about over, but he left to go assist this frantic woman whose child was apparently being taken away in this domestic dispute. Now, he gets fired for that. Home Depot first is quiet, then realizes this has become a big national story, 
and turns around and says, uh, well, we've looked at this again, and you can have your job back. He says, forget you. But the key thing here, and we've seen this again and again with big companies, where their humanity goes missing and their common sense gets lost. I'm a Home Depot stockholder, so I guess it's my fault too, right? I mean, this is just nuts, crazy. And I hope that companies will use this as a way, as a teaching moment for their management personnel that never, ever allow your company to bleach out its humanity and never give a message to an employee that doing the right thing is the wrong thing and that it will get you fired. I'm so glad you've taken the time to join us here on the Clark Howard Show where it's about you and your wallet. I want you to learn ideas from me so that you can keep more of what you make. Clark.com is our main web address and ClarkDeals.com is where you get all the money-saving tips that and bargains that are out there. And Clark.com slash ask is where you post questions for me. So last week, Volvo made an announcement that has caused such a buzz in Detroit that it hadn't died down at all. In fact, I looked at some of the trade publications for the automotive industry earlier today, and there's still all a buzz about Volvo's announcement, which is Volvo is no longer going to make cars with traditional gasoline engines. They're done with that. In fact, they're going to have them out of their production cycle within two years, and they're going to only be making cars that are pure electrics or gas-electric hybrid vehicles. And this may seem so ironic and weird with gasoline prices and the price of a barrel of oil being so affordable these days. I mean, think about it. You go back eight years ago, and we were paying an average price in the United States of about $4.11 a gallon for gasoline. And I was on the road last week and paid $1.94 a gallon. That's, that's cheap, right? And so the price of a gallon of gas, less than half of what it was, or let's just say half of what it was eight years ago, what's this all about? Well, gasoline goes up and down in price related to the price of a barrel of oil. Circumstances in the world bring it up and down. There are a number of countries that are anti-gasoline cars now because of pollution issues, but the reality is that the price curve is bending so quickly that we're not far away from where the actual cost of manufacturing an electric car will be potentially substantially cheaper than the cost of manufacturing a gas engine car because the biggest expense with an electric car is the cost of the batteries and they're down 75 percent in the last five years and that's a trend that is only going to continue so in months potentially instead of many years 
let's call it many months instead of many years, the cost of manufacturing an electric car will be equivalent to the cost of manufacturing a gas engine car. General Motors claims they've already been able to crush the price of producing batteries to a point where they claim they're making the new Chevy Bolt, which is an all-electric car, with the lowest-cost batteries for kilowatt-hour output that anybody's ever produced, and that's just going to continue to cycle forward. Not everybody is going to benefit from electrification of vehicles because there are situations, circumstances that will still, at least for the foreseeable future, require some form of gas engine vehicle. Like, imagine a pickup truck driver in a rural area driving long distances. The technology doesn't exist today. Maximum range on any electric vehicle is about 400 miles on a charge. And that will cover most people's needs. But there will be people, especially who drive long distances or live in more rural areas, that electrified vehicles just won't make sense. But the ability of an electric vehicle to provide instant torque is extraordinary. I saw an electric vehicle the other day uh, pulling a boat, a big boat, with a trailer hitch. And it's not even a strain for an electric vehicle to pull extensive weight because they have so much equivalent of horsepower. And so Tesla now has had their first production models come off the assembly line of their Model 3, which is their quote-unquote affordable electric car at $35,000. Within five years, $35,000 looked at as an affordable will be a joke because there will be electric vehicles for sale in the market in the teens as you look at what's happening with the cost of the battery technology collapsing so quickly. And the neat thing is that the vehicles have virtually no maintenance ever, which is also a very frightening thing to car dealers that make most of their money in the service bays or the used car lot. They don't make it selling vehicles, new vehicles, and that service business evaporates with electric vehicles. Uh, Electric vehicles, the funniest thing about them is if your only experience is driving a Toyota Prius, you think that driving something like that just is an appliance, that it's no fun, it's just transportation. You get in an electric vehicle, they are fun. They are lightning fast, and they have a low center of gravity, so they handle and corner better than other vehicles. So Volvo is not nuts, but it was a clear wake-up call for automakers that are still psychologically too married to traditional gas engines. As for you, if you like saving money, it's not time yet to buy an electric vehicle unless you buy one used. Then you're saving money buying one, and you're saving money operating it because a typical electric vehicle averages an equivalent of about 110 miles per gallon. John joins us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, John. How are you doing, Clark? I'm Great, thank caller. you. 
you are calling me that you're going to retire in your 40s? Is that your goal? Oh, I would love to retire in my 40s, but I think the actual number is probably closer to 55. That's still fantastic. How are you getting it done so much earlier and younger than most people? Well, I I don't know that I'm getting it done. That's my goal. Um, And the reason I'm calling you is because I am doing, I think, what you would suggest. I'm maxing out my 401k. I'm not carrying any debt except for a handful of rental properties and my primary residence. Um, But from that is where I struggle. Investing is not my thing that I read about. I get sleepy when I read about it. And every broker or every advisor I talk to, they, it sounds great, but I'm just, I don't trust them. So I don't really know where to go. And one of the big things that seems to keep coming back around in someone in my position, I can't do a Roth and I, and I can't do some of these other things is the dividend paying life insurance that I know you hate. One of the big questions is: Is there ever a is there ever a time when those are acceptable for uh, an investment? If you're making a current income in excess of four hundred thousand dollars a year, it can start to make sense to do some form of life insurance as an alternative strategy to funding retirement. But I mean, we're talking about a tiny fraction of 1% of income earners in the U.S. that would apply to. And that would not be me. So believe it or not, traditional investing can be done very tax efficiently. So if you're doing investments in index funds where you own just little tiny slices of thousands of companies, that is extremely tax efficient, both over the years that you're accumulating money And then after age 55, when it comes time to start living on that money, the tax treatment is fantastic for you. One other question on that. So where I currently work, we have a pension plan. And and at 55, I've looked at it in a number of different ways with 50% survivor benefit or taking it all um, in a guaranteed single annuity. And it seems to get me there at 55 having the option to retire I definitely need the single annuity plan Um, the thoughts of insuring that should something happen to me to make sure that the spouse and child are taken care of all right well you hit me with a question I hadn't even really truly answered the prior one so let me answer that finish that first so as far as who you can trust I have some organizations on clark.com that I think are referral organizations that are completely trustworthy for you to go to for the advice of what investing you would do outside of that employer-provided 401k. Okay. In addition, there are some investment houses that are completely legit, and the advice they give, I believe you can trust 100%. And they are using a number of uh, robo-investing techniques it would be perfect for what you're trying to do where this stuff bores you but you know you need to put the money aside and charles schwab has a very effective one vanguard as you develop more assets is fantastic for it Um, they charge you at vanguard 0.3 of one percent per year 
to manage that money for you. And the money would be invested very tax efficiently. Now let's go with the pension. How secure financially is the company you work for? How strong Uh, are they? Very strong. If they are very strong almost 100% of the time, there may occasionally be an exception, but it would be very rare, you're best off taking an allowance from them which is what I call a pension, where they send you a check every month for the rest of your life rather than taking a lump sum. It is almost mathematically impossible for you to generate more income out of a lump sum than they will generate for you every month with a check that just comes automatically. Okay. Now, as far as protecting a second to die, there is a strategy where you can keep your check higher and in return for having a life insurance policy on yourself, the second to die would receive that instead of receiving half of your pension for the rest of her life. Okay. But taking the taking the check all lump sum almost never works out okay has to be an extremely rare situation and unfortunately in the financial advice business you're going to be encouraged to take the lump sum so that then whoever it is who's advised you to do that can then make money managing it for you but it's far more dollars and cents efficient to just let them write you that check 12 times a year all right, so from what I get is to look at the index funds. That's going to be my best bet for 100%, where I'm at. 100%. Okay. Right. To build that long-term wealth. And you need to have enough money that netting out the pension benefit you'd get that you can make what you need to live on from 3% of the amount of money you've saved. Okay. Because if you retire extra young, you need to follow a 3% rule instead of 4% rule so that you make sure you don't outlive your money. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bob is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Bob. How you doing? Hi, Clark. See, quick question. Um, Wondering about... uh, apps or online uh, audiobooks. I'm, I would prefer to listen to books than read them. So I'm just wondering what your suggestions would be. 
Well, I like preferably free. Yeah, well, I can help you with that because there are two that people one they love using, the other they like hoopla digital.com and overdrive.com. And they allow you to borrow audiobooks, ebooks, um, digital movies, music, and it's all tied into you having a library card from your local library system. Oh, okay. So, depending on where you live, you should check whether they're a participant in Hoopla or Overdrive. Okay. And you should be good to go. Thank you very much. All right. You enjoy those audiobooks. I will. Okay. And Rick is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Rick. How you doing? Rick? I don't hear you. That's funny. Well, Joel, why don't we do, we have just a little bit of time. Why don't we do an Ask Clark here? Let's do it, Clark. Tom wrote in and he said, Clark, you talk about Airbnb as a better alternative than finding a local vacation rental agency sometimes. But where do places like VRBO and HomeAway fit into that? What a wonderful question. So VRBO and HomeAway completely dominated vacation rentals in the country. And then Airbnb came out of nowhere originally doing something more basic. It was originally about literally renting a room in someone's home that might have even provided you with breakfast in the morning. And it morphed into being much more often renting an entire place to people like VRBO and Home Away. The thing that made Airbnb so successful is that they control the money till you as a guest show up, the place is there, and everything's good with your stay. With VRB and Home Away, it's more libertarian in that you book a place and you can either make arrangements with the landlord, with the owner of the property, or you can pay through their payment system. Even though it'll cost you more, I prefer that you use Home Away or VRBO if you use them, that you pay through their payment channel where you know your money is safe and secure. And Rick, you're not missing anymore. Welcome back to the Clark Howard Show. It's good to be on your show, Clark. You have a suggestion for your fellow listeners you want to make sure they're aware of to try to get rid of some of the newsome robocalls that are coming in. Yes, we used to receive four, six, or seven calls a day that were very annoying. I call my provider, and they had a service that would block robocalls, and uh, they offered to set it up for me, or I could do it online, and they have completely gone away. And which and, which service are you using? Uh, you want the name of the provi- yeah. my uh, uh, provider? No, the the app or whatever it is you're using. Well, it's it, it's called No More Robo. Call. No More Robo. Yes. No More Robo. Now, yes, it, it came out of a federal contest to come up with a way to block junk calls. Nomo Robo works well. Also, check out Hiya, H-I-Y-A. I appreciate you spending part of your day with us here on the Clark Howard Show. I want you to know that if you need consumer advice, we're here to serve you off-air for free, nine hours a day. If you go to Clark.com and go down the home screen, you'll see a section 
consumer help and tools, click on Consumer Action Center and you can get that free off-the-air advice. <music>